tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I am your wonderful. I am your, give me in here, jeez. I am your wonderful host, Rob Zakari. This is Rob Zakari Show. Yes, it is Friday We've made it through the week. It is Friday. <sighs> and no one died. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no one died. This week's been just hectic for me. I, I, I know we got to talk politics. We got a ton of stuff to get into. But this week has been hectic from the baby stuff to a bunch of work stuff. Today, I had to drive to the valley, uh, the deep valley at... Uh, Five o'clock. It took me two and a half hours to get back to Glendale, where the studios are. So, I mean, it was just, it was a nightmare, but we made it. Now, let's just jump right in. All right? Let's just, just, just jump right in. The big news today, and that's what it was, big news. A matter of fact, let me be more uh, precise. Okay, let me be more precise. The headline, all right, the headline, if you go to CNN.com, the headline is an unprecedented act. An unprecedented act. Now, that is a pretty big headline. What do you say? An unprecedented act. What was the act? What was it? It's unprecedented. It's got to be huge. It's got to be monstrous. What's the unprecedented act? Well, here's the unprecedented act. At a uh, White House gaggle. I guess that's what they call it. I I never even heard the word gaggle before, but at a White House gaggle, a press gaggle. So what it is, is instead of Sean Spicer um, having a big to-do in the White House briefing room, you know that room with the podium and the whole shouting questions, you know, that thing. Okay. Instead of having that, a gaggle is something that is done in Spicer's office. So a bunch of people from the press who are on a list, get to go into Sean Spicer's office. And then they have a bit of a Q&A session. There's no cameras. 
informal, formal press briefing. So you got a invite list. And then they have, which is called a... Um, a, a, a press pool representative, okay? So they have one person that uh, feeds information to other news organizations who didn't make the list. So again, we're not talking about no media. Matter of fact, NBC was there. ABC was there. CBS was there. And Fox News was there. So again, when you hear people say, oh, the, the First Amendment is under siege. Freedom of press is under siege. Well, if that was the case, why would NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox News be in this gaggle? Aren't they the media? Aren't they representatives of free press? So you can't say... What happened today at this press gaggle was a suppression of free speech and freedom of the press. CNN was not invited. CNN was not on the list. CNN, ladies and gentlemen, is not the media. CNN, ladies and gentlemen, is not freedom of the press. CNN is nowhere in the Constitution. CNN is a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. Plain and simple. CNN is nothing more than the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. For the last eight years, they have pushed Obama's agenda. They gave him cover when he needed it. They created narratives. They were the lifeline to the Obama administration. And the fact that they were not included in this gaggle, in this informal, formal press conference in Sean Spicer's office that was not televised, does not mean free speech and freedom of the press is somehow under assault. 
What it means is this corporate shell, this corporate propaganda arm was not included on a list. That's it. That is it. Other people were on that list. Politico, BuzzFeed, the New York Times. Again, we're not talking about a suppression of free speech. We're not talking about stifling freedom of the press. Because all of these propaganda wings are still writing what they want to write. They're still doing what they want to do. No one's stopping them. The only thing that happened was that things they were promised when they were growing up in high school, from grammar school to high school to college, that thing they were promised, that if they became a reporter, if they got the name journalist, they would instantly be cool. They would go from being the person, i.e. Glenn Frost, that no one wanted to invite to any parties. No mildly attractive women wanted to go with him to a winter formal or a prom. And people like Glenn Truss were promised that if they took journalism... And then went to college, got a degree in journalism, they would instantly be cool. They would instantly be accepted. They would instantly have the popularity and the self worth that they so desperately craved when they were growing up that they didn't have because they were losers. They were the kids that sat in the back of the classroom and farted in their own hands and smelled them. They, 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 they smelt their own farts. They picked their noses and ate their own boogers. And some of them saved the boogers and kept them under the desk. And when they became journalists, And they got assigned to the White House or assigned to a political campaign. And they were on a bus with Hillary Clinton. And they were standing next to Hillary Clinton and their name was in an article. They were then able to say to all the girls or all the guys or whoever was growing up that said they were losers, that they're no longer losers. Because what are they doing with their lives? 
Oh, they own a furniture shop in Des Moines, Iowa. Well, guess what? I fly on Air Force One. Oh, and what do you do, Julie? You refuse to go with me to the winter formal? What do you do? Oh, you're a homemaker with seven kids, and your husband works construction. Well, guess what? Guess what? I get to fly on Air Force One and have lunch at the White House. So they all show up, and all of a sudden, Sean Spicer, or Sean Spicer's secretary goes, Oh, um, I'm sorry, you're not on the list. And it's just like back in high school for the CNN crew. It's just like back in high school for the New York Times crew. They showed up to the house party. They rang the doorbell. And the person having the party answered it and said, we didn't invite you. Well, I, I, we thought, you know, it was, it was like the senior class. No, yeah, the senior class is here with the exception of you. You're a loser. The music stops. Everybody turns their heads. They look at Glenn Thrust. They look at Katie Turd. They look at Maggie Haberman. And they go, ha, 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 loser, loser. That's what happened today. That's why when you go to CNN, it says, unprecedented. It made all of these people feel like they were in high school again. Made them all feel like they're in high school. Here they are getting rejected. Here they are getting rejected from the cool kids house party. Or the cool kids lunch table. They got rejected. It's like, it's like a soldier who gets flashbacks of fighting in Nam. You know, they're in the grocery store and they see someone Asian. And they're like, ah! And they start looking for a bayonet to stab them in the head. Just flashbacks. And that's what happened today. Glenn Thrust and Habeman and... Political, the the ones that got told, uh, you're not on the list. They were like, one of my anonymous sources told me Glenn Thrust was, was balled up in a fetal position in the men's bathroom, crying, urinating on himself. He pooped his pants. That that's from an anonymous source. They didn't want to go on the record, but I have anonymous sources. And they said Glenn Thrust was crying like a little baby. Precedented. This was unprecedented. The White House blocks news organizations from press briefing. Sarah Murray, she was one of the people from CNN. They got the door slammed on her. She's like, what? What? Sarah, if you, if you look at Sarah Murray, she was that girl that all the cheerleaders picked on. 
because she was part of the AV club. She's like, I can't believe this. Oh, my God, this is just like when I was in high school. No, this is not right. This is not right. (laughs) Unprecedented. CNN is a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. They're not the media. They're not news. So why the hell should they be treated like Walter Cronkite? Or legitimate news organizations? They're not. And we're going to break down why they're not. And it's real simple. We're going to use analogies. Okay? We're going to use analogies. That the left spews on a regular basis. So, as of right now, if you talk to anybody on the left, they will tell you that there's systemic racism amongst the nation's law enforcement. Now, how many times did we hear that? throughout the 2016 campaign. Systemic racism. You have one incident in one police force in one city, and that, that incident, whether it was justified or the police officer was guilty as hell, Like, just straight up, wow, that was effed up. The cops shouldn't have done that. Somehow, every police officer in the country is accountable for that one bad apple. Oh, but Rob, 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 there was a lot of instances. Okay, there's a lot of police officers. But what you're saying, lefties, is that handfuls of instances, 20 instances, 30 instances, 40 instances, with, say, 50 cops. Rather, it's police and text messages saying racial epithets. Let's throw in 100 cops. How can you say those hundred cops should reflect the million or so police officers that are doing a great job, that put their life on the line, that aren't racist, that play everything straight? How do you do that? How do you do that? Now, let's apply that concept to CNN. Okay? Let's take the whole concept of systemic racism because of Ferguson. 
okay? Freddie Gray. Even though the cops of Freddie Gray were acquitted. But let's just use those two examples. Now, pretend that is CNN. Pretend that is CNN. And where do we where do we start? Um, let's see here. Uh, okay, you all remember uh, a woman, and she's still with CNN. That's going with all this because all of these instances, the people that were involved are still with CNN. So if you have corrupt police officers and systemic racism because of a few bad cops, then CNN is a Democrat propaganda wing are are nothing more than liberal and progressive BS. Because the people that were involved in the corruption are still working at CNN. So we could start with Elise Labatt, who's the foreign affairs reporter for CNN. She's there. She's still there. Every day when they talk about something involving the Middle East or Europe, she pops up. She is still with CNN. So take her and pretend she's a cop. Now, she worked hand-in-hand with Hillary Clinton or the Hillary Clinton campaign, Hillary Clinton aid, whatever you want to call it, to the point where she actually got suspended. She got spanked for what she did. And it wasn't for what she did. It was the fact that she got caught. So now, this, remember when the State Department had the emails from uh, Hillary Clinton and they had to release different things? Remember when Gawker published a whole bunch of information? When they published a whole bunch of information, it was uh, during the 2013 uh, Benghazi testimony. And Rand Paul was grilling the hell out of her. Well, Elise Labatt was tweeting about Rand Paul during the hearing. And she was doing this while the Clinton aide, Philippe Reins, 
was telling her to do so. So he's communicating with Elise Labbitt, telling her, hey, tweet this. Tweet this, tweet that. And then she coordinated with Rhines to tweet favorable things about Hillary Clinton's testimony. Again, this Elise Labbitt got suspended for two weeks. She got suspended for two weeks. And she was a cop. And you have video of her billy clubbing a uh, an unarmed black team. Just billy clubbing them. U-N, U-N. It's on video. All the dust settles, and the police department goes, you know what, we're uh, suspending Officer Labbitt for two weeks. What do you think would happen? What do you, what do you think would happen? You'd see Al Sharpton. I, I, for, forget Al Sharpton. You would see every single media outlet calling for that police officer to be fired. Now, what would people say if they found out, I don't know, a year later, year and a half later, that that police officer was still with that police force? Wouldn't you then say that that police force is okay with racism? Wouldn't you say that that police force is okay with the actions that that police officer had taken against the unarmed black teen? Wouldn't you then think, gee, there must be more people in that police department who are like Officer Labbitt? Because if Officer Labbitt is still working there, the higher-ups in that police department must not have had a problem with Officer Labbitt beating the hell out of the unarmed black team for no reason and calling him an N. It's the same thing. If you have a reporter, okay? Remember, a reporter, Elise Labbitt, is a reporter. She's not a opinion writer. She's not a Sean Hannity that says, I am biased. She's a reporter. And if you have her coordinating with Clinton aides to tweet disparaging things about Rand Paul, or at least discrediting Rand Paul, 
and tweeting things in favor of Hillary Clinton, how does that make CNN a legitimate news organization? And if she's suspended for two weeks, and after the two weeks is up, she's right back doing exactly what she was doing before, how do you not say, well, that must be a culture of that in CNN? From the higher-ups to fellow workers. Because if they didn't have a problem with a reporter being in cahoots with a Clinton aide made a narrative that Rand Paul's wrong and Hillary Clinton is right, (laughs) you know, how how do you then say, oh, well, that was a one-time thing. From that point, which was what, back in, I don't know, November of 2015, I think around that time frame, from that point forward, CNN, if they are not the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party, should have fired her. They should have fired her, cleaned house. They should have had a big corporate powwow and said, hey, if any of you guys get caught doing this type of stuff, you're going to be fired immediately. If any of you are uh, uh, leaning towards this type of stuff, if you're thinking about doing this type of stuff, you need to leave now. But we will not tolerate that. We are a news organization. We are not a propaganda wing of the Democrat Party, of the Obama administration, of Hillary Clinton. We are news. We are news in the vein of Walter Cronkite. But they didn't do that. She was suspended. And then she came back. And she's still there today. So. How does CNN put themselves in this oh, free press and, 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 and what Donald Trump is doing is un-American? Well, there's free press and we are the press. No, you're not. You're not. You're not the press. You're, you're not the press. You're a news organization that uh, shields themselves in this, we are the press, we are news, we are, you know, uh, uh, right down the... But they're not. They're a propaganda wing of the Democrat Party. Again, equate this to the term systemic racism. Equate this to a hundred crappy cops out of a million. And if you talk to 
anyone on the left. Cops are bad. Cops are horrible. Cops are evil. Look at all the racism. Look at all the stuff they... Really? Well, a hundred to to a million? Again, CNN and the people that work for CNN is much smaller. So if we could find more examples of Elise Labatt, then the same criteria should apply to CNN as it does to systemic racism. So that was Elise Labatt. Look it up. Google it. Now, we get to a beautiful, beautiful soul. Beautiful soul. By the name of Donna Brazil. Now, I'm not going in order. I'm just giving you examples. Legitimate examples. Not hearsay. Not innuendo. Examples. Just like the left. When they go take a look at this video. Look at Walter Scott. Look, look, he can't breathe. He, he can't, okay, look at the, all right. Hands up, don't shoot. Okay. Look, we have video. We have video. We have eyewitnesses. So it's real. So in turn, systemic racism, all cops are bad. Okay, well, I'm giving you examples of legit, real corruption. Real, legit shills for the Democrat Party. Real, legit people pushing a Democrat agenda and then being upset because the White House goes, you know what? You're not going to be part of this gaggle. What? Huh? What do you mean? You know what? You're fake news. You're garbage. You're the mouthpiece for the Democrats. No, we are free press. We are free speech. What you're doing is un-American. No. What you're doing is un-American. By putting yourself out there as somebody that plays it right down the line. And every story and everything that you do does not come with an ulterior motive, and that being pushing the Democrats and pushing the Democrat agenda. For you to put out there to people that don't know better, American, you're duping these individuals you're fooling these individuals just like when you and the washington post put a cia worker a lifetime cia appointment wherever the hell he was and the washington post does a story and you do a video interview 
And it's all about, well, I would have stayed working uh, in the CIA, and I never thought I would quit until Donald Trump became president. A low-information viewer, reader, listener goes, oh, wow, this is heavy stuff. But you leave out the fact that this person contributed thousands of dollars to the Hillary Clinton campaign. And this person was Ben Rhodes' right-hand man. That's un-American. You're taking somebody that maybe doesn't have enough time to go on the internet and go to 10 or 15 different websites and compare information and compare stories and go, hmm, who's telling the truth? Who doesn't have a uh, agenda? Hmm, okay, well, now let me read uh, this. And now one person who gets their information from one source. It's un-American to purposely tell that person Stuff, (laughs) stuff, and hold back stuff, and include stuff that only fits a narrative that you want that person to know. That's un-American. Instead of presenting that person all the information and saying, okay, and again, they got caught. The Washington Post actually had to put a retraction. That's what I call it. The next day, they wrote, hey, we forgot to put this information in there. Oops. Whoops. And CNN never, when they did the story, oh, this guy gave money to Hillary Clinton, this guy, Ben Rhodes, this guy. It was basically just this, guy in the CIA, who would have stayed there if it wasn't for Trump? Donna Brazil was a paid employee of CNN. She was paid by CNN. She was working for CNN. She was intricately intertwined with the brain trust of CNN To the point where she was getting debate questions. Now, I know this is old news. But I'm just putting out the evidence. So when your friends go, oh, my God, this is so un-American. What's going on with CNN? And you could say, what are you talking about? CNN is not the press. They're, they're, They're not a news organization. They're shills. They're 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 the Goebbels for the Democrats. That's it. And like I've said before, if they would say that's what they are, we wouldn't be having this debate. But the Jake Tappers and Wolf Blitzers and Sarah Murrays and Anderson Coopers try to act like they're not. And when you come at them and say, "You're you're you're." You're just a wing of the devil. No, we're not. We have integrity. We are. No, you're not. Bull, bull, bull. You're lying. 
You're lying, which makes it even worse. So here's Donna Brazil being paid by CNN, giving the Hillary Clinton campaign multiple debate questions. It wasn't just one. And to listen to Hack Tapper explain how somehow this had nothing to do with CNN. Again, systemic racism, a culture of corruption, a culture of racism. When the Justice Department goes to Ferguson, And they do a report and say, you know what? We found racism rampant in the police department. When we went to Chicago, we found instances after instances of racism and bias. Well, hell. The Elise Labatt uh, situation happened Long before the Donna Brazil situation. Like I said, why didn't CNN clean house then? Because that's not what they're supposed to be doing. They are propaganda wing of the Democrat Party. End of story. End of story. So Donna Brazil, and again, if you listen to Hack Tapper... It's like she was just, just this rogue person. And again, you, you, you could roll with Hack Tapper if this was an isolated incident. But it's not. It's a culture. It's systemic. And if we can label all police officers as racist monsters who roll the streets looking for unarmed black folk to kill because there's a hundred crappy cops, then you have to apply that same concept to CNN. 